Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Many blessings to each and every one of you. I hope that the summer is starting out well for you and that you are enjoying life, enjoying beautiful Idaho. I had somebody tell me the other day, we're not from Idaho, but they said, I just love living in Idaho. They, in fact, they had lived in uh, New York and Oregon, some different places, and they said, I just love Idaho. And I, you know what? I don't blame them. I love Idaho, too. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for our great state. Thank you for our governor. I thank you for Governor Little and his life. I pray, God, you'd give him wisdom. You'd watch over him. More than anything else, he would follow you. I thank you for Janet McKeon, our lieutenant governor, who I know has a relationship with you. Lord, bless her. Watch over her. Lord, I thank you for our Attorney General, Denny, who I know has a relationship with you and walks with you. God, give him and his wife strength to go through each and every day. Be it the leaders of the House, be it the leaders of the Senate. God, you just direct our uh, state in every single way, and the various mayors around direct them. And Lord, certainly be with our president. Lord, our president needs prayer. He needs support. He needs the love of Jesus to be shared with him. And Lord, I pray that he can get things done, that he wouldn't be so bogged down by outside forces that things cannot be done. God, show your hand in him. You've told us to pray for our leaders. And Lord, whether people agree or disagree with our president, may we pray for him. May we lift him up to you and and Vice President Pence, who we know is a strong believer. God be with him. Lord, I thank you for those who are called according to your purpose. And Lord, may we live for you day in and day out. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to talk about Philippians chapter 3, pressing on uh, to the high calling of God. You know, you heard from uh, missionaries that I had in town, Don and Carolyn Armstrong, uh, actually, you haven't heard from them. You're going to hear from them tomorrow. I have an interview with them tomorrow and, and how God is using them. And God can use you also in wherever he calls you to be. In fact, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, I'm going to read, read down a little bit. The Apostle Paul says to the church at Philippi these words, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to take hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. But the one thing I do, forgetting what is behind. People of God, one of the greatest struggles we have is we drag that which is behind right along with us. It's like we have a belt and we tie it on. We tie all those issues that we've had in our life and we just continue to bring them up over and over again. And people, I am telling you, it is time to forget what is behind and start straining forward to what is ahead. What is ahead is a high calling that God has for you. And that is to win the world for Jesus Christ. That is to be a difference maker. That is to prepare people for a place called heaven that is so marvelous that no one can understand the greatness of it. I've got two brothers and a mom and dad and a son that are there right now, enjoying the presence of Almighty God. Someday I'll join with them. Someday it's going to be an incredible reunion. But more than anything else, I'm going to be in the presence of Almighty God in a place called heaven for the rest of my lives, not worrying about the cares of the world, but being uh, satisfied 
and joyous about what God had promised because we have attained that. He says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize. What is the prize? Well, the prize is to spend eternity with our Lord and our God and our Savior. All of us who are mature, this is verse 15, all of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make it clear to you. And, you know, so Paul made it clear to people, we don't always think the same. You know, even in the church, even in the body of Christ, people don't think the same. There's hardly anybody in a church that everybody thinks alike all the time. But he says, you know what? You know, if you're mature, take a good view of things. Take a look at things, you know, because God will make it clear to you. Trust God. Only let us live up to what we have already attained, verse 16 says. Then he says, join with others in following my example, brothers, and take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you. For as I have told you before, and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. That's pretty sad. You know, you want people to live according to the pattern that God has laid out. But even many people in churches, they say they're Christian. They say they're walking with God. But their life is everything but that. See, God knows your heart. You can say all sorts of things. He knows your mind. He knows what you're really about. He knows the real you. He says, for their their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. And their glory is their shame. Their mind is unearthly things. Their mind is unearthly things. Folks, that is an issue. We get caught up in this world. We get cut up on earthly things. We don't even like to think about the future, think about heaven or talk about heaven because we're afraid that it'll jinx us. We're afraid it'll get us there too quickly. Folks, there is, there's a time, Ecclesiastes 3 says, there's a time to live and there's a time to die. We're all going to face that in our time. Like I said you know, a few weeks ago when my brother passed away, I would have never guessed it was his time. 69 years old, and certainly from outside, appeared very healthy. But from the inside, you know what? He uh, had had a heart issue. He had a he had a uh, crystallized ventricle. In fact, by the time this airs, I I'm, I'm going to have I would have had a heart test on my to see how my ventricles and my arteries look. And so I imagine if something comes up, you'll hear about it in upcoming shows. But uh, I'm sharing this show before, before that appointment, so I don't have any answers yet. But the doctor said it's hereditary. So I thought maybe I mean, everybody else is telling me you need to get looked at. So I am being looked at. But I can tell you this. When God calls, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, I'm not anxious to go. I love my wife, my child, my church, my friends. But you know what? When I get to heaven, there's going to be no turning back, and it's going to be one joyous occasion. Are you ready? Are you ready today to meet the Lord? If he called you today, would you know without a shadow of a doubt you'd be in his presence in a twinkle of an eye? Do you know that? If, you're, if you don't, I pray right now, you'd say, Jesus, come into my life, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again. Change my life, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you can know, you can be assured that you're going to be in the presence of Almighty God because the Bible said it's all about believing. It's not about what church you go to. Some people say, well, you got to come to our church. It's the only church. 
I don't know how, where they get that at. But the Bible says those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. Those who believe in Jesus Christ, not those that attend Cloverdale Church of God or First Baptist or Nazarene or Methodist or Lutheran, or whatever it is, but those who believe in Jesus Christ. So many people, and sometimes you have people that try to write into the Word of God, and they write their own doctrine, they write things down in their own saying, saying this is it, and this is the way it's going to be. Folks, I'm telling you, live by God's holy word, the Bible, because it will lead you, it will guide you. He goes on to say, only let us live up to what we have already attained, or well, we've attained Christship, we've attained uh, going to see Christ uh, when we when we believed in Him, we've attained uh, a trip to heaven, a one way trip, and it's one way. <laughs> I should say I have a friend that uh, went to heaven and she came back, and it's I've told you the story, an interesting story. She did not want to come back, but but she did. But anyway, he says, join with others in following my example, brothers, and take note to those who live according to the pattern you gave me. For as I have often told you before and now, say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Yes, many, even many in churches. They come to church because they just want to feel good about themselves, but they live as enemies to the cross of Christ because they live contrary to, to what Christ teaches. They live opposite to what Christ teaches. They say they believe, but their actions doesn't show it. There's nothing about it. Hey, the Bible says even Satan believes. Their destiny, like I said, is their stomach. But our citizenship, folks, is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ, he's going to return one day. The Bible says every eye will see him. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Praise God. Praise God. He's in control. He will, con- he will transform our lowly bodies, this is what the Scripture says here, so that we will be like him in his glorious body. We'll have a glorious body. You know what? I'm looking forward to that glorious body. I'm tired of this body. I'm glad I lost a little weight so I don't have as much of it around, but I'm tired of it. I'm, I look forward to not having the aches and pains Seems like I wake up every morning with my right hip hurting. Every morning, it just without fail. And I'm thinking to myself, you're so fragile. You're so fragile. Then I get up and I go and pray in the upper room and in my lounge chair, and I and I feel so much better. I always look forward to getting up in the morning. Isn't that a funny one? I look up at the clock. I'm just hoping and praying it gets to 5 o'clock because I don't want to get up too early. And it's just, I just love getting up and starting my day. And I, I like to get more sleep. Unfortunately, I've been living on about five hours sleep for the last month, and I just, I wish I could get to seven. That would be awesome, but for some reason, it's hard for me, but God has given me strength to keep moving. Well, I'm just going to move over to one verse, that I love it, over in chapter four, just go down four verses, and Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. People of God, it is time to rejoice. Rejoice in him. Allow the Spirit of God to move you, to use you, to be about His business, and prepare your lives for eternity. Because that's where we're going to spend eternity. This world's going to pass away. It's going to be like a fleeting moment. But folks, when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to be saved and you're going to spend eternity with Him. What a joy that will be. Have a great day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.